What's up, everybody? This is Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. Um, yeah, Russell Wilson went back to Seattle last night. He did not get a win. I feel bad for him. Um, but, you know, who thought? I, I never cared for Seattle. Um, when we had a football team in St. Louis, they were a rival, and I just didn't care for them. And, um, you know, but who would have thought they would field a decent team with that much effort. I mean, everybody pretty much had written them off, so I get their motivation. So they won by one point. Good for them. I think Denver will be okay. But, uh, yeah, that's deep. Uh, Another young rapper killed, murdered. Uh, The article makes it sound like it was for his jewelry. He was uh, eating at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, which is delicious, by the way. When I could eat gluten... Uh, and I was much, much younger. I remember enjoying my meal there very much. What I don't understand is they made it sound like his girlfriend geotagged the place and people came to rob him of his jewelry. I don't understand why you have to kill people to rob them. I don't, I don't get that. And I don't understand. I don't understand. Well, first of all, I would never wear jewelry like that, but I just don't get it. I don't, I don't, the trauma You know, if I was a young person and there was someone that I really loved their music, like I never worried that, you know, Journey was going to kill REO Speedwagon or, you know, uh, that Rick James was going to shoot Prince. You know, I never worried about that. Um, Now, they might have killed themselves on drugs, but I never thought my favorite artists would hunt each other down. And, and, you know, I never thought that... um, you know, anybody would get killed by anybody. You just listened to their music and enjoyed their music, you know? So I think it started with, like, Biggie and Tupac and just getting gunned down. And then it went quiet for a while. Like, you just didn't hear, like, rivalries like that escalating. And um, not to the point of, like, I'm going to kill you. And then now it's just, like, Pop Smoke, this kid... You know, XX Tentacion. Uh, you just go out and XXX Tentacion. Um, you just go out in the world and people are following you and they want to rob you. I mean, this is the ultimate crabs in a barrel. Um, and this is the thing that bothers me because it's like when you, you put an intellectual and quote unquote activist on this topic, you know, I read someone. Someone in St. Louis, I can't remember what his role is, but he runs some sort of organization. And everything he said, it's like, these are just excuses to me. We, we're not holding people accountable for their behavior. And if you really want to fix people and you really want to end all this violence, you've got to, you've got to work with them when they're children we should be reaping the benefits of programs we put into place 20, 25 years ago to stem violence, to stem, you know, all of this um, uh, non-working. Like, they're just not working. I, don't, I forgot what you call it. They're not. So when you look at the unemployment numbers, they don't include the people who aren't actually seeking employment. Um, the under underemployed or I forgot what they're called, but. You know, a lot of these young people aren't really trying to get a job. They don't think they're going to live past 17. And they live like it. And they they act like you don't want to live past whatever age you are right now either. 
And it makes me sad because we're hunting ourselves into extinction and no one wants to really talk about the real problem. You'll talk about the police shooting people. You'll talk about, um, you know, systemic racism and microaggressions and all these little words you all have made up. And you will go on and on and on and not ever come close to being like, uh, what are we going to do to stop young black men from killing, murdering each other? You know, it just it makes me really, really, really sad. It does. You, we're not even young men are not even allowing themselves to grow out of bad behaviors. They're not living long enough. You know, and so then what's the solution? Oh, OK, we'll give them. Uh, we'll arrest them and put them in jail, but in jail they'll have ice cream days and uh, White Castle days, and um, you know we'll get them tablets. That that is not the answer. You can you don't fix anybody at the end, you know. So for all this defund the police, it's too late for that because now you need the police. You need them more than ever. But now you've made people not really want to lay their lives down for people who don't appreciate them. I mean, you can't have it always. And it's just going to get worse until somebody somewhere has the bright idea to, you know, really fix the real problem. You know, LeBron James's schools have the right idea. It's a family approach. If you want to you want to stop generational poverty, you want to stop this violence. And I don't think everybody who's you need to address the whole family because that's what he does. Food pantries, uh, job counseling for for parents, family counseling for everybody like that's the way to go. And this person here, I can't think of his name or his organization, but he was basically like, um, you know, I, I really can't remember. I was just getting incensed because there's no accountability. The, these all the it seems like most of the activists are are fine with people just doing whatever they want because they have been wronged, um, not only in their lives not right now, but historically, you know, slavery and all this has made people the way they are now, and it's okay. And we uh, we don't need more police. We need more services. Okay, everybody who's out here committing these crimes, they're they're not just desperate. I think that was his thing. Desperate people do desperate things. They're not just desperate. You can't tell me all these people who've stolen all these cars and are are uh, running into buildings uh, and smashing, grabbing guns are desperate. Not like what you what you're trying to say. They're not just doing this to feed their families. They are doing this at this point for sport and because they don't think anybody was going to do anything. And you know what's going to happen. When law and order comes back, it's going to be draconian. You thought it was bad before, stop and frisk and all that. It's going to be way worse. And we'll only have ourselves to blame because people cannot police themselves. We have a glitch in our matrix and it is called greed. And once people realize they can get away with something, they'll keep trying. That's why that's why something like diabetes is so devastating because you could have diabetes for years and not know. So you think or and then once you get the diagnosis, you're like, well, I can have a piece of cake today. 
oh, I can have a little treat today. And all those days build up. And then finally, someone's looking at you like, dude, we're coming for your feet. You know, you got to attack the source. That's what I'm saying. You got to we got to have real conversations about accountability and remove race out of every single conversation and focus on the problems at hand. Because you've got a generation of people who have done nothing but listen to these songs and this music that encourages them to um, kill themselves, kill each other, and not really, you know, become a part of society. You know, they don't want to get jobs and work. You know, they'd rather sell a few drugs and maybe, you know, see if they could piece something together almost it's, it's disturbing the number of people who want to be rappers because when you look at the statistics, so many rappers are getting killed. It's, it's just scary and sad. And I know this podcast is a bit of a bummer, but that's what I was thinking of. I read that that PNB guy got killed and I'm like, this is just sad. This is just a really sad state of affairs. And I'm sure there's someone really proud that they stole this man's jewelry. And I don't believe that's an act of desperation. I believe that is something else and maybe they're it's gang related maybe he says something in their songs they took offense to I don't know but it's just really really sad it just it's, it's sad it makes me sad all right everybody that's a bummer of a podcast I get it but I mean we really start we need to start having these conversations if America's going to recover and survive we got to have hard talks And, you know, I don't want to hear a bunch of excuses. I know that. I'm tired of desperate people do desperate things. Years of systemic racism, blah, blah. Okay, whatever. Let's remove all of that. What are we going to do? Because uh, black people are hunting themselves to the point of we're going to be a rare species. It's going to be a bunch of women with no partners. Yep. That's... That's probably where we are right now, but it's getting worse. Anyway, I keep trying to make it better, but I can't. So I'm going to log off this podcast for today. Please have an amazing day. Have a great week. I actually, personally, you know, things are going well. So, but that is the first thing I read and it really bummed me out. All right, everybody, be safe, be smart, be your best. Let's come up with some solutions. All right. And shout out to the amazing and wonderful Shirley Ralph. She is so funny on Abbott Elementary, which is coming back September 21st on ABC. You guys should check it out. It's so funny. And she is so amazing. And I'm so glad she won her uh, Emmy for it because she is fantastic. I think that's the role she's been waiting for her whole career because she is Barbara Howard and she is fantastic. And I'm so glad she won an award for it. Congratulations, Miss Cheryl Lee Ralph. You know, you did that. And it's so funny. And it's like the office because you have the reaction shots and you have so many layers of people to watch that you can watch it over and over again and realize you miss things. So of the 13 episodes that are out, I think I've watched them all like three to four times by now. And I still see new stuff. 
and she's always hilarious and fantastic and um this role was made for her i am so happy for her congratulations i love when people win when they're not supposed to she's what an older black actor they're we're not supposed to be making any money and winning awards and finding the roles of our lifetimes but she's doing it and i'm so happy and excited for her because she's fantastic it's funny. It's very, very funny. Please check out Abbott Elementary. And congratulations, Cheryl Lee Ralph.